the Wayne Ayers Podcast. The Wayne Ayers Podcast. Woohoo! Time to wake your ass up for a blessed day. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you so much for having us. I thank you for coming. I know you guys are super busy. Nice. You too. Oh, exciting. Um, first of all, I, I enjoyed the show. I was watching. I was been watching it last week. I really do enjoy the show. Um, I just want to know, like, the first question is, like, what inspired the um concept, the concept of teenage euthanasia? Um, I think kind of just like teen teen loneliness. Um, Allison and I were bi-coastal. There are lots of ways that we're um, delightful opposites in addition to all our similarities. Like I had um, a very um, not like not so glam high school experience. Um, Allison really loved high school. Um, and we both kind of wanted to create a show that centered um, a teenage girl and like matriarchy. So we have her, um, you know, we have her mom, we have her grandmother, like three generations um, and kind of just show like the pipeline of uh, intergenerational trauma, particularly like for women in a, in a comic way that we hadn't really seen done before. So like, yeah. I know, that was going to be my next question, like the personal, like if you guys had any personal experiences that really contribute to the show. Um, so I'm guessing like you kind of relate more to Annie in that way. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm also though from Florida. I'm from like Florida man, Florida, you know, like um, like you don't wear shoes, Florida, um, like to your wedding, Florida, like that's my Florida. And um, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of like half, half Annie, half trophy. And Allison um, relates usually to Baba. Yeah. Actually, my favorite character in the show. <laughs> but yeah. how do you like writing Baba for you guys? Because that's like my favorite character in the show. I, I want to see more Baba. Um, see like a that... Baba spinoff. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. It's really fun to write her because she just is so cutting. Um, and then uh, I don't know. She she's used. She is used kind of sparingly. So she kind of just kind of usually comes in and spits truth. But then, um, you know, it's kind of nice to mess around with her. We do a lot this season, her backstory and then sort of how she kind of breaks down at certain points and, you know, needs needs them or needs love or something. Her needs, Baba's hag needs. We try to figure out what she needs. Yeah. It's really fun too, because like Trophy, you know, she has, she's like reanimated and she's got like these magical crotch beetles, you know, that like come out of her vagina and like do her bidding in the world. And we try to just kind of have like, you know, all the magic stuff focused toward Trophy. Um, but Baba does have prehensile breasts. Like she can, you know, like punch people with them or like grab on, you know, to things like a remote control, um, you know, you using like and stretching her, um, her very like elongated pendulous um, hag breasts. And so she's kind of like a superhero in that way. She was also an Olympic gymnast in the old country. So yeah, she's got like some superhero qualities. Yeah, I was going to ask you, ask you about um, Trophy as well, because Trophy's like, she died and she's kind of like a, de I don't want to be mean, but she's like a deadbeat mom. 
and then she's <laughs> right. like reanimated and she's still like a deadbeat mom like she's like there but she's not there so like how how was it like writing her because it's like you know you get a second chance maybe you like oh there's gonna be changes and just absolutely no changes at all exactly exactly um no like that's not me and that's exactly who trophy is you know we just love the idea of this character that like has you know like literal magic power to do you know like she could do so much good in the world you know but like she just wants to make um you know her eyebrows you know look uh look like very pretty um yeah um but another question i have for you guys is like how do you guys like approach blending the dark humor with the sensitive topics because like it's a good measure of both of them i think a lot of it just comes from again sort of what Alyssa and i wanted to do with the show and both sort of being just weird women and weird people and just feeling like okay we have all these thoughts and thin jokes and things we've wanted to do but for various projects like this is never it's either too weird to women like whatever just not quite fitting in and this show just is like the most opening basket of you know whatever you want to put into it like it just seems to be able to hold all the things we want to talk about whether it's about a lot of stuff about teen pregnancy or you know teenage girls sexuality or you know, whatever it is that we want to, it seems like, or, you know, I, I don't know, just how terrible the public school system is. I mean, it, it's a range, but, you know, we're both parents also, and it's just seeming, it's just such a fun show, just seems to fit our particular sense of humor and sensibility, you know, perfectly, which is, I guess, why we wrote it. <laughs> you guys remember, like, the first day that you guys, like, came together, like, oh, all right, let's come together and create this show? Oh, I mean, we really went at it for for a long time. Um, you know, we, we started in like 2016. We did, you know, like several animatics. And, you know, I, I can't even like count the number of revisions to the pilot, you know, that we ended up doing. But, you know, the thing that did really click was, um, you know, like our, just our sense of humor um, and our sensibility and kind of like the way we see the world and the, you know, the things that we felt kind of needed spotlighting um, that, you know, that aren't usually what's, what's on stage, you know, sort of in, in shows. So in, in that way, even though kind of like, you know, obviously like there's so much that's really hard uh about you know like developing a show getting a show picked up you know creating and and producing um a show the like what what kind of like we're doing and and just sort of like the working relationship between us like we're fortunate that that you know has been quite easy and that that sort of makes all the hard stuff really possible you know because i i just have like we have so much fun um, doing it. Like, it's almost like there were times, you know, when we certainly wanted to quit, you know, just like when we were being told like again and again, you know, like, eh, not quite there. Um, but it's like, we were having so much fun that like, we actually couldn't, even though, you know, like uh, economically, you know, it might've been good for us to quit at that point, you know, like uh, we, we just like, we were having so much fun. And I think when you find something like that, you know, it's worth sticking with it as long as you can. No, yeah, I noticed, like, because you guys' shows, like, very different, because I noticed that like, other shows, like, 
uh, they usually have like the father father son do it, and yours is like mother daughter do it. Do you think like your show will like start paving a way for more mother daughter duo and like animated shows? I mean, it's hard to know. I I think you know as I, we're saying, like there's just there hasn't really been like a women created animated show that like fully broke through um you know it's it's so male dominated in terms of the creation of the shows not really the audience of the shows um so I don't know I mean I think it's uh I I think there's just a lot of room for new like we there's so many storylines it's like I never feel like we're trotting over something other people have done every time we create characters I feel like there are ones that you either haven't seen much or it's like one that was to the background of something. So I don't know, it just, I think it's good how many female voices we also have in the show. I, I hope that is more. I think a lot of shows don't have so many uh, female actresses. Um, and that has been pretty exciting because we get, there's a lot of fun and collaboration we have with uh, women who work on the show. So I don't know. It's just been a fun process all around. And I think for a lot of the behind the scenes people, like the animatic directors and the character designers and all that kind of stuff, they have a lot of fun and like really want to work on our show um, because they don't get to do things like this very often. Um, and so, yeah, I hope I hope we get to do keep going and I hope other people get to, you know, figure out what they want to say, too. Yeah, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Like, how do you guys go from like picking like the voice casting people, like just picking your voice cast? Did you guys, how did that process go? Um, sometimes we have, you know, a person in mind that, you know, kind of we've, we've seen, you know, or appreciated in other things or just like, oh, you know, we would love to work with them. And then kind of when we have the season in hand, you know, we see like, is, you know, is there a character that, you know, like these people that we're so into would, would be great for um, other times, like, you know, there's kind of like clearly a muse, you know, and, and someone who we think would like be perfect, you know, for, um, you know, for this like guest spot in particular, and, you know, that kind of like facilitates the writing. Um, and then, you know, often we're lucky lucky enough to get them um so yeah sometimes it's it's before sometimes it's after do you guys have like a person that you like really want to like join on just for like even an episode for like a guest star do you have like mm -hmm. a certain person like man I would love to have them on, on the show for like one episode mm. it did get a lot of the people I really really wanted this time around like they were on a lot of them were on a big list but there is I can't remember who it was I mean there are certain people I just was thinking of someone and now I can't remember who it is but I mean I don't know this 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 year has been really kind of amazing I mean a big one for me was Kieran Culkin I have just been like a ridiculous mega fan and so um or Jay Smith Cameron both from Succession that did it I had loved her uh from the show she did Rectify which is a little show from a long time ago that it just was amazing but yeah I mean I think those were two really big ones for me nice nice what about you Alyssa oh I would love um it would be so great to just like write something so bananas um for Dominique Fishback like I think you know like she just goes so hard um you know that that would be really fun for me um yeah, 
Spears has come up as someone that be really kind of feels like the perfect person. Yeah, I'd say either so Del Rey. I, I think like yeah. either we would Lindsay have Lohan comes up a lot too. Oh, those are oh that would be actually yo, I would love to see that. That would be kind of cool <laughs> to see Brittany do the show. I do that. I just that anyone be- that's been like, you know, in the paparazzi with like an ankle bracelet, you know, is like so in the wheelhouse for us. Like, you know, they're just like already in the in the teenage euthanasia family, I feel like. Was is there any storylines that you guys like really want to touch on that you haven't yet? I mean, I really wanted to do um, sort of where Trophy was. We we tried to get to it this sem- this semester, this uh, season, but we didn't get there. But between like uh, when she abandons Annie and then gets and then commits suicide, I really want to see that time period a little bit more fleshed out of what she was doing and who she was with. Um, you know, because she like goes from being some sort of like teen runaway to stripper to like sugar baby to trophy wife, like just whatever that, I mean, that's like its own show, but like, I think it'd be fun to do an episode that really spends some time that with that. Would you like to do like a spinoff? Like, you know, how those people, like people do like the two episode spinoff thing, just focus on people's backstories. I mean, I think that one would be a pretty great that one. Would be, that could be like, yeah. it could be a, just its own standalone episode. Spe- like yeah. That. Like a little special, like, Hey, this is trophy special. Yeah, no, we thought about that. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Can you guys tell me like some of the challenges you face? I know it's hard to create just an anime show, and I know there's like a lot of people that are like trying to create anime show right now. They're struggling. Like, can you like speak on some challenges and how you overcome them? Because now you guys are it's on it's on Adult Swim and everything. So, I mean, I you know just being from Florida, like I think so often this is like in my in my regular life too, um, you know, I hear like Baba's voice, you know, like telling me, you know, like you Florida cockroach, you know, just like, like, you know, nothing, you know, can kill you kind of, you know, um, I would say like resilience, which we sort of, you know, poke at in a way in the show, but I think like Allison and I also like, you know, very much believe in um, is, is really key you know like there were there were just so many opportunities like to give up you know um like and and that I think is is like I don't know kind of like one of like the the hardest longest tries and then a thing Allison told me that you know I think about all the time and tell other people and I just think it's like such great advice is like you know never like there, you know, there are, there are infinite ideas, like never get like too attached to one idea. You know, like a lot of times you might have to like pivot in ways, you know, like you weren't intending to, or, you know, sometimes like you have to even kind of like give up on one thing, you know, and, and go to another. Um, And it's just kind of like the act of like, you know, moving on and, and, you know, like keep going, keep trying, Um, you know, like that. It's like, you can't, win the lotto if you don't buy that ticket you know i'm just like keep trying yeah i know uh, speaking on florida i know there's like i feel like florida has like three crazy news stories that happen like <laughs> every day like is there like a like recent news story from florida that you like to incorporate in a show 
Ooh, I mean, I get, I'm a huge Reddit, you know, person and, um, observer, not participant. Um, but I get like all the Florida man, um, and all the Florida woman, you know, like anything online that says Florida man or Florida woman comes to me. Um, and like, I, you know, I'm like Santa, like I do read every letter, you know, no matter how many, um, they send. Uh, so, I mean, there, yeah, there are just like so many, um, you know, they often involve like fast food and nudity, um, there, you know, lizards, you know, very large lizards, uh, things that escape from the zoo, um, people who get into a car accident and fall in love, um, <laughs> it's really like endless, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think we, yeah. It, it's actually weirdly enough things like. Uh, we have an episode coming up where Pete is a sperm donor. And then Alyssa just sent this thing that this like, and it actually, the guy kind of looks like Pete, but like he tried to meet all of the sperm kids. Um, and yeah, that feels like, you know, that we read after we made ours, but it's the kind of thing that that would have, that sort of would inspire. And we also have some sinkhole we did in one of our episodes we had sinkholes which we'd been trying to incorporate from the beginning which is usually the beginning of some you know very florida story that begins or ends in a sinkhole um so yeah. in tampa where i'm from a man disappeared into a sinkhole he was in bed in his bedroom and disappeared into a sinkhole a sinkhole like opened up underneath his bed and he has not been seen since he was never found never recovered you know, where did he go? I'd love to write that episode with one of our characters. No, yeah, I feel like Florida, I feel like Florida and Australia is its own planet. Like, <laughs> some of the they're like, they're their own planet. I don't know what be going on there, but those two places, I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, oh, my next question was, um, if you guys, I know sometimes with shows, they do like crossovers. If you could do a crossover with another anime show, what crossover, mm -hmm. what show would you pick? That's a great question. That's a good question. I mean, I'd be tempted to say Bob's Burgers just because I, you know, that's really one of my favorites. And I, we set out to kind of make a show like that and we did not really succeed, but I, I really <laughs> admire um, kind of what they're able to pull off on that thing. Um, but there's probably even other ones that would be fun too. I'm not sure. What do you think? Do you have one you'd like to say? I have something? Archer in mind. I don't know why. <laughs> I, have yeah, I, know. I feel like Archer and, uh, and Trophy would be like a crazy duo. <laughs> well, we do have John Benjamin is a good friend of mine and does did some, a voice last time and he does a, does a couple voices this time. So maybe we could, maybe that he could do that. Some kind of Trophy gets arrested by the CIA or something. But yeah, I feel like Trophy and Archer would be security. Great so much chaos and like everybody's trying to figure out what they did to create that chaos. this is yeah i could see like trophies crotch beetles start you know like um like selling drugs you know and they're like importing and everything against your knowledge you know and he picks her up and yeah i mean they're like there's so many options i like that she's an inadvertent drug mule she really yeah yeah all right that's a good one all right thank you <laughs> yeah well we got to give you a writing credit <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, how do you guys go about like the animation? I know that takes forever, but like, how how does that process like like just the animation alone? 
Um, well, it, it's, you know, it's a whole, it's like a pipeline, as they say. So it's like, it starts with, you know, we write the script, we record the script, we make a radio play, we give the radio play to the animators, and then they design all the characters. And that's probably like the funnest part, I think, of the whole thing for me, the animation part, when they design all the characters, it's really fun for us. We change trophies clothes all the time. It's a lot of like picture research and whatever, then they do that. And then they make the animatic. And that's like, we had a couple really great animatic directors who have a huge role to play. They, you know, do the whole staging. It's basically like you watch the whole show in black and white, um, not fully animated, and then they animate it. Okay. And, <laughs> and then you do sound design and whatever it, it does it takes like eight, it took us like 18 months start to finish to make the 10 episodes um it could maybe go a little faster but that's like pretty much as fast as we can get it we worked with this really great company atomic which is in canada and um i don't know this time and they did a really good job and really helped us kind of elevate the show and work on things we wanted to improve on and yeah well my last question for you guys today is um has it been talked about season three at all i mean we talk about it all the time we talk about it daily um you know yeah we're we're waiting we're waiting to hear with yeah uh cross cross shows but um hopefully no yeah it feels positive yeah yeah well, thank you guys so much for your time. I really appreciate it. I really enjoy you guys' show as well because it's amazing. Oh, thank you. It's such a pleasure.